Fade that out. It's on uh, CBC Two. Oh, I figured I'd give you that instead of the bell. Um, welcome, Dixon Jane's podcast. I guess this would be uh, eight hundred and twelve, maybe. It is um, Thanksgiving, Canadian Thanksgiving, Sunday, and so I thought I'd at least. Begin with a, uh, well, there's no point in giving a happy Thanksgiving because by the time this is out, uh, it will be long past. Oops. Ooh, my wife just passed me a snack. Hang on. Oi, so. Ready to get all. Thank you. Mm. Wow. That's uh... a. <laughs> wow. That was surprised. Um,. You know, to be sitting in the front seat of your <laughs> to be sitting in the front seat of your old track, um, reading old letters uh, that you've written, you know, that I've written, um, and a lot of it just recently. The ones are about uh, life in Japan, making our plan to come back to Canada. Um, Oh, it just, you know, with talking about Naoko and Kenji and Daniel, and then suddenly a little tap on the window, and it's Naoko had come outside to the van with a little plate of nice little snacks, little, um, you know, things you'd have on a, on a special day of Thanksgiving. So, hmm. And here's what we're faced with. Here's the deal. The only reason I started now is because I have to choose which beer to have. Um, I've got a dab, dark, you know, Dortmunder dark, smooth dark beer from Germany, which is just, you just want an easy drinking beer. And in fact, I'm leaning that way. The other one is a pecan pie porter. And I think, I knew I needed to talk to you to help me make the decision. I think now that they're both in front of me, I took them both out of the bar fridge here in the road track, um, I should save the pecan pie porter for later on after dinner because I heard there's going to be a roast beef dinner tonight. So, yeah, I'm a happy and grateful dude who has had so many blessings. In in fact, oh, this is so weird. To, to, I've got four binders full. I mean, full. Each one has these, you know, plastic sheet pages. Each one has a letter in it. Some letters, four pages. Some up to 12, 18. Uh, some typewritten. Some just scribbled. To Bruce, four binders full. And part of me is thinking, well, this whole idea, this project that I was doing, uh, my life in letters, um, I could just do, you know, letters Letters to Bruce would be enough, uh, but that would leave out the ones I've also got from my sister and to my sister and parents. Uh, anyway, this has just been so nourishing. Not these snacks, but the 
reviewing my life. I mean, a lot of it. My God, I was a drunk. Sorry, Candace. Mm. All right, folks, cheers, first of all. Let's get this out of the way. It was a good choice. This is the beer I needed, especially to go with this snack. It wasn't the time for the porter. Um, I found a letter written uh, 1992 from Baltimore. Starting in Baltimore, I could tell you the date there. Maybe it was later. Maybe it was 94. Um, here it is, because I sent a copy to uh, March 12th, 94, that's right, from um, Baltimore, where I was there for a TESOL conference listening to Rich uh, Krashen, Steve Krashen, who was the rage of um, language, ESL language theories, and this was about acquiring language, not learning a language, and it was a, it was a big deal. In, in the field of TESOL, it was a big deal. This guy was at the peak of his career at that point. It was quite exciting. Anyway, it's I'm talking with my friend in the letter. I'm hanging out with Rob uh, Balser, the fellow who's in northern Thailand now, and another mutual friend, uh, Bruce Conway, who's written many times in the past of the Dixon Chains podcast. Listen, I'm going to go and have to eat these snacks. I'm going to have to cut this short. But in that letter, I was feeling blessed. So this is an old theme. That's what, 26 years ago. I'm feeling blessed. And Rob picked up a, a woman from the States who hung out with us the rest of the week. And um, I was feeling, because my life is so good, and I've, I've repeated this in other times and places, I feel I have to be punished that, or balanced out that I've got to get cancer. I'm saying, you know, cancer at 53 or something. Something really bad has to happen to me because I've had so much good. And this woman, and this is what I wrote in the letter because I would never have remembered this, said, no, it could be that you have been a very good person for a long time and you've been kind to people and this is your reward. It's not a punishment thing. It's a reward thing. It's good karma. And I, and like I was kind of dumbfounded. Oh, I like that one better than, you know, I got to pay for this later on. That's sort of this dark almost a Protestant view. You know, you're not supposed to be that happy. We will fix that up for you, buddy. Um, anyway, it just, I, I am so, my brain, it's as if like, this is, and I'm not, this is not dope. This is not alcohol. My brain is just firing up from every time I pick up a letter and I've been talking about, gee, I've got Daniel on my lamp, Kenji on uh, my lap. Kenji's just punched him or something. And, and the kids are howling and, Nelk and I are stressed out, and we're both getting over a flu, and, oh, okay, that's a piece. And each letter is a different piece of my life. It's over a period of days. It's just incredible to have this entire life from, well, 69 when I started writing from Europe to my parents, but really the details in the letters to to Bruce, and mainly they were around alcohol. I mean, so many of them, which you might think is boring, but yeah, maybe it is. Uh, you know, who knows? I'm excited. You know, I feel a little guilt, but the, the degree of lust and longing and oh my God. But anyway, I, yeah, this will be boring. Just me talking about it, but stay tuned. That, that book is coming. And, um, <sighs> I hope that uh, many of you out there, maybe not all of you, because maybe that's not possible. People have to go through different things at different times, but uh, that at least you're all able to count the blessings in your life to find what are you grateful for. I am grateful for a whole lot. In fact, I'm grateful right now for a beer and this tray of snacks my wife just hand-delivered. You heard it live on the Dixon Janes podcast. Uh, Scarborough Dude. That's my intro. I'm going to get back to some music, see what uh, CBC is offering now, and uh, talk to you a bit later.
haven't haven't had the bell for a while. That's the uh, baby bell in the because uh, I'm in the Toyota uh, parked outside a uh, the Agent Corp Professional Center. It's a huge, you know, Soviet style building uh, full of doctors' offices, and I'm here to see my uh, the, the surgeon who replaced my knee. Um. I don't have much of a relationship with him. I mean, surgeons are usually at a greater distance, really. Uh, friendly enough. Uh, I think he's very proud of his work, and I think he just wants you to come in and say, oh, good, look what I did. That's great. Uh, and I want to say, yeah, but I still can't seem to put any weight on it. And, uh, you know, I, I, mine is complicated because it's not just the fact that I had a knee replacement, but it's in the same league where I have drop foot. In other words, the, the the foot's not working properly anyway, on top of which, as you know, I have neuropathy, meaning neither of my feet are sending the right messages back to my brain, which keeps me off balance, which makes walking difficult, which means I'm not getting the exercise, and uh, the muscles in that leg are getting uh, atrophy, is that it, or they're becoming atrophied um, from just not use, especially when I wear a brace, right? So anyway, none of that's good, but that's just my condition. I'm not here to whine about that at all. Just bringing you up to date. That's why I'm here. And I'm recording before I go and see him because I arrived early. I, oh, I'm i that type. I got to be here early in case there's no parking and, you know, or make a mistake or there's a traffic jam or something or other. Just you'd never want to be late. I'm never, never late. I'm always early. But I thought I could squeeze in. Jesus, enough of an intro, man. Get on with it, you dog. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, through all this digging and stuff, I pulled out another... You know, I was looking for em- I, to, for binders that I could empty out of stuff I didn't need anymore. And I found, God, university stuff. And in particular, all this stuff that I studied when I took uh, the program, the certificate program at York University in 2002 for um, becoming a mediator. And it it really saddened me that I never really, I mean, I did what I could. I did volunteer work and then I was on a, a, a youth council to work with kids which used all the mediation skills, you know, that were needed and particularly listening um, it was absolutely wonderful program. I, I did very well at it and was well suited for it. In fact, it would have been a, a better career for me than teaching. And for whatever reason, well, I know the reason, you know, to get the proper certification, you needed to have a paid number, a certain paid number of jobs. I've already complained about this. The lawyers basically hijacked. They did not want amateurs Honing in on their territory. Honing in, homing in. Um, They want to keep it all to themselves. And as a volunteer, you don't get paid and you can't get experience unless you volunteer. But basically it was okay. And I was at the meeting where this was discussed and I, I should have made a much greater fuss because I belong to some network and it costs money to join. And when you're a volunteer, you got to pay fees to join an association, which I was. And, of course, I had to let it lapse. I couldn't afford to keep paying that when I wasn't getting any money for the mediations. Uh, anyway, it just it, it's something I'd almost like to go back at now. I'd have to reread, you know, and refresh myself. But I had, a, a, I think, a natural gift for it and, and in some ways more important than teaching. And yet I also, at the same time, went through a lot of the, uh, to empty the binders, I was pulling stuff out of my business, my study tour business. And... Realized, wow, you know, at one time I had three schools and uh, and was basically put out of business by Japan Travel Bureau. I will say that in all honesty. They just went to the school and said, you can't do business with them. It's not legal. And uh, they backed down. So anyway, I, that really wasn't the route for me to go. And I, I, I'm, I'm okay where I am now. Uh, and I wonder at age 72, is this the time to start thinking you want to do more work? I, I think I'd like to do volunteer mediation if I could get back into it somehow. But now with COVID, there's another side effect. Who's going to sit close together in a room? Uh, you know, yeah, I guess you could with masks, but 
I don't think there's much of that going on, but I, I, maybe I will poke around. I've got enough on, the, on my plate right now with the, uh, all the reading and writing. Uh, yesterday, my big job, how's my time here? Appointment's at 9.50. Oh, yeah, it's 9.40. All right, I've got a couple of minutes left. Uh, my big job yesterday was to organize the binders, putting all the letters that I want, that I've already used in the book that I'm already preparing. I told you I'm up to 140, 150 pages already in this six by nine inch book. Um, and so I wanted to put into the binder the ones I've already used so I can go back to cross-reference them when I need to proofread and correct mistakes and so on and edit. And by edit, I don't mean rewriting whole sentences, but maybe taking whole sentences out. And uh, making consistency as far as punctuation goes. I use the dash all the time in writing. Just say, same, I just keep talking and I, I don't want to end here. It's not a period in the next sentence. So I just put a dash in. And the question is, how do you use the big dash? I forget what they're called. Uh, I, I think there's an M and an N dash. I don't know. And do I have a space on both sides of that dash, which takes up a lot of room when you're printing it as opposed to writing, but you know how you, you want to be consistent throughout. So all those things will be a year from now when I'm actually editing the thing. Now I'm just putting together. So I went through binders. Now I've got all my sister's letters in one binder. All my parents' letters will go in another binder. Right now they're still in envelopes. And then all I've got Barnacle Bill's or Bruce's letters in four full binders. So there's actually now six binders plus the one that I'm using for the book. That makes seven. And uh, it was wonderful to be that organized. Did this always in the road trek. Uh, spread things out, put the table down. And uh, it's a little office, you know, and you get your window open and the sun coming in and it's lovely, lovely, lovely. So um, a lot accomplished, a, a lot done. And then I went through and okay, I want this letter, this letter, this letter. And now what I have to do is decide, okay, what's the order? Because I don't want them at all consecutive. I want to jump around. And I'm still finding that. I mean, there were so many earlier letters when I was in my 30s saying, I never want to live in the suburbs like I am now in a house like my parents. I can't imagine being married and having children. Like I really was, no, I, I was never going to be ready for it. And I guess the hint's the turning point. You jump ahead and I get to Japan, and Japan just changed everything. But there were things leading up to that. So, you know, suddenly you'll have a letter where I'm married. I'm talking about Kenji crying or something, or me having a nice time with Kenji, you know, riding on a bike in the fields in Niigata. And then another one, I'm out drunk looking for women, and then, boy, somebody else, and... I personally think it will be a very interesting read. That's my personal opinion, not just for the letters, but because I don't think it's that common for a person, a normal average Canadian person, or any person for that matter, to have their life documented so well. I mean, this is not just diaries. These were letters, so they they were personal. Uh, This uh, podcast tends to be a little generic because I'm writing to a whole lot of people. I'm not going to really bare my soul the way I I do with some individual friends in a one-on-one conversation. But in the letters, I did that to my sister or to Bruce, and less so to my parents, of course. Anyway, time for my... uh, doctor's appointment. Yep. Oh, I gotta go. All right. Talk to you later. Bye for now. Ah, I've already put the bell away. Ding, ding, ding.
Now, that's the real bell, so that means we're back in the road trek now. Uh, same day of the doctor's appointment. My God, I saw him less than five minutes. I don't know what he charged for that visit. <coughs> it was the same as the last one three months ago. Oh, yeah, that looks good. Oh, that's great. Wonderful. Oh, you got good movement there. Did I do that? You know, talking about the surgery. This is the knee surgeon. Uh, and I said, yes. That's, is that my work? And um, told me to repeat certain exercises and come back again in three months, but get an x-ray first. But that's what he told me last time, get an x-ray. And I didn't, and he didn't give me the form anyway. Today he gave me the form, so I don't know. I, I mean, I'm happy to have this service, but uh, I, it just did not seem like a necessary visit. And I know he would bill for that, who knows what. But anyway, I'm still grateful for the health service that I've got. I'm grateful also for this Pecan Pie Porter, a double trouble brewing company beer. Strong beer with natural pecan flavor. It is nice. I bought this specially for uh, Thanksgiving. That's just past now. It is uh, Wednesday. By the way, this is not, uh, I don't know, maybe it's 813, 813, the uh, podcast. It is uh, later in the afternoon. Our guests are five-ish. Uh, my wife uh, texted me and said, I'm going for another walk. She goes for a walk at least an hour every day after work, which is wonderful. She can do that. She's got a good Japanese friend, and they uh, they hike all over the place. And uh, But she said, but there's chicken I've, uh, you know, basted and, you know, what do you call it when you marinated. So uh, put that on the barbecue. So I'll be doing that later. But I thought, you know, I've been drinking from a thermos of coffee. I thought, man, this is the time, dude. You are feeling so up. Celebrate. Talk to your listeners. Let them know. Although, some of you may be tired of hearing the up can. Maybe it's preferable to have a down, miserable can. I don't know. Um, If it's something just in the middle, that's probably not all that interesting either. But, uh, yeah, this is what you got. I'm just on such a high. From these letters. It's it's like the best drug you could have. I'm reading a letter wrote to Barnacle Bill in um, 1985, just beginning my second year in Japan. It's August 30th, 85, and uh, I'm talking about going to uh, um, a special place in Japan with Hatsumi, girlfriend at the time. You know, not have Kone, but uh, the place where everybody goes. 
And but meanwhile, I was writing it while I was in um, in uh, Macau and talking about that. And then I'm on a plane flying back and just ordering drink after drink. It was a company trip to Hong Kong and Macau, so of course everything covered and paid for. Uh, the company had a you know group company holiday every year. We went to Hawaii one year, went to Banff another year, and. The thing that's so exciting for me is, is like this is eighty five. The letters I've been writing from seventy three, and in the seventies in Vancouver when I was poor and had no money, you know, living, you know, boring somebody's floor, living room floor for for a while till we could get the money together for an apartment, and being poor and enjoying it also, and but to have this changed the same person in that time you know made that decision to go to japan made the decision to go to nigeria so all those decision making times should i do i have the guts to do it are in these letters too as i'm deciding and it's just for me my god my whole life and i didn't realize until only really a, a month ago i knew i had these letters but when I got the one pack from my sister and had forgotten how open I was with her and then went back to the binders uh, with Barnacle Bill, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six binders full of letters and then two other binders of one that I'll use in, I've already entered into this book and the other one is where I just keep adding letters from the other binders. Say, so, okay, maybe this, maybe this, maybe this. But meanwhile, I'll have to type them and... Uh, you know, get them, get them organized. And some of them, like this one, my God, it's going to be a 14-page letter, but it's from all over the place. I mean, it's in, it's in using the Bank Street writer, you know, on a computer in uh, Yokohama, talking about taking Japanese lessons, and the next thing, I'm, I'm in Macau, and really, you know, pissing my pants with excitement, and then I'm on the plane raving about the stewardess. Anyway... Um, it's, and I guess behind it all is I'm in this place. I'm sitting in my driveway in a road trek in front of a nice house that I never imagined from going back to that earlier can in 73. I don't want to live. I had a hate, you know, what a nightmare living in a fucking suburb, you know, I'll never be ready for children and marriage and 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 yet here last night we i barbecued manelco had marinated korean beef the kind we love and i barbecued a whole batch of the thin korean ribs uh and we sat and we watched uh, jeopardy together and coronation street and just it was just a pleasant time we, we just this routine here i am this degree of comfort and settledness and now this added luxury of of not having to work but have the time to pursue this to go through these letters and put them into book form it, it's a year's project but it's going to happen and and wow yeah sorry batteries died again all right back to my porter Pecan pie porter. It is nice. It is very nice. I, I would, uh, I would recommend this one. Yeah, the batteries just died, and and I guess I was just ranting on a bit too much. And it's 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 an odd thing this podcasting thing because now that I'm aware of the power of letter writing, and. You know, when I'd write to my family or a letter to my parents that I knew would be circulated or to my brother and it might be passed to my parents, I, I pulled back on, on what I might say. You know, when I talked about going to Togo, I wasn't talking about uh, riding Lucy. Um, this was just, you know, oh, we had a great time. Lots of kusos there. Lots of fun. Dancing every night. Um, which was fair enough. But not real enough. And and again, I'm wondering, I raise this because I'm wondering, it's the same thing happening on the podcast. You sort of, it becomes generic. Like I'm not talking to an individual. I'm talking to 
a group of people. How much am I I'm being honest? <clears throat> Sorry. I know that must be annoying. I am I, well. I don't apologize because I just did it, and I could edit it out if I was really sorry, and I'm not. Um, and does it make a difference? Does, and and I'm a, am I losing? <laughs> the numbers seem to be going down. I have the feeling, you know, the happy can is uh, is is even less interesting than the unhappy can. Uh, but that's it. That's what these letters are about. There was a lot of unhappiness and loneliness and struggling, and yet. Well, it ended up nicely, but it, it, it was a long journey getting there. But it was a fucking journey. And it was a journey that I, I felt I was in control of. And uh, for that, I'm feeling very proud. And I know I was taught, don't have pride. That's not a good thing, but too bad. Oh, my cat. She's on the roof of the Toyota just gave a big it's so beautiful like i'm looking out the open window of the road trek there's space in the middle for the mazda but of course monaco's still at work and yuki's on the roof of the toyota staring in at me like we're at eye level together and she's looking at me now and i'm looking at her and it and it's just it's just one more beautiful thing it's just i honestly i'm at this point where every fucking thing is just so goddamn wonderful and that's not a bad thing <laughs> to uh, to be in that state. And this is this is like divorced from health issues and so on. This is just no. This is how I feel. So I guess I don't know. I I I, I should apologize for. <sighs> should I? Do I need to? Or can I just ride this out? I guess I shouldn't even be talking now, but I'm just I'm just excited. She's on the is she gonna come and visit me? She's on the car, she's looking here, she knows it'd be more fun to come inside. So yeah, Scarborough siding out. I I'm I'm giving up on you and I'm gonna talk to my cat now. Yuki, come on. Gotta open the door for her. Yeah. Come on, Yuki. Come on. Sorry about that. All right, Scarborough Dude, signing off on this time of Thanksgiving. Oh, no, she's on the hood and... <laughs> oh, my God. She's on, she just got up on the hood and said, she's staring at me through the window. She said, no, I don't want to come in. I just want to sit in the, the hood for a while. Uh, and the the light, like her eyes in the bright sunlight, they just become like a, a black slit for the pupil. And then just gold, golden eyes against that white fur. It's the most beautiful thing to see. It's just absolutely gorgeous. All right, all right, all right. We're done. We're done. We're done. All right. All right. We'll have all right, one final sip together if you want it. All right. Scarborough Dude, bye for now. Since she's been gone, I want no one to talk to me. It's not the same, but I'm to blame, it's plain to see. So go away, leave me alone, don't bother me. I can't believe that she would leave me on my own It's just not right when every night I'm all alone I've got no time for you right now, don't bother me I know I'll never be the same If I don't get her back again Because I Till she's here, please don't come near, just stay away I'll let you know when she's come home until that day Don't come around, leave me alone, don't bother me No 
time for you right now Don't bother me I know I'll ever be the same If I don't She's here, please don't come near, just stay away I'll let you know when she's come home until that day Don't come around, leave me alone, don't bother me Don't bother me I'm not going to ring the bell because uh, <laughs> I'm in the road truck with Yuki and uh, she's on my bed, or the bed in the back of the van, and she's looking up, great interest. We have a, a vent on the roof, of course, and she's staring up. She can hear the rain coming down. She's comfortable on my sleeping bag now. I actually carried her in. She was sitting on her chair on the front porch, and uh, I knew she'd be happier in here with me. And it take a long time to, to call a cat to come. It's not like a dog wagging its tail go running up to you. They take their time. They'll just sit and stare at you for the longest time. It was just simpler to just pick her up and bring her. But uh, she's happy I did that. I know that. Okay. So I'm going to do something a little different. I've gone back through. I think I mentioned yesterday when I was cleaning up, I found my own old journals I had to write when I was taking a, a course on Community mediation, which is the area I wanted to specialize in. I uh, I did not like commercial mediation. I didn't like the business side of things. I had to take all of courses, of course, to get the certificate. Uh, you know, and I'm feeling, God damn, what a, a waste in a way that I just didn't pursue this further. Um, I know I got put off by the fact that lawyers were involved or taking the cases and I guess to to succeed in anything new you have to be a little bit aggressive and I'm not always an aggressive person I know I can appear to be I do often get what I want but the drive wasn't hard enough and I did the you know I did I did a lot of volunteer stuff community centers and that that was satisfying enough uh, I don't know why. I, I did five years with the youth justice and then just said, no, I've had enough. It was getting too routine. Anyway, I found these journals. We had to write reflective journals as you took the course. And I know for some students that was just really hard, impossible. Well, for me it was easy. And I've decided I'm going to share some with you. Uh, I'll tell you why at the end. So this is, uh, I'm just going to read what I've written here. Uh, this is uh, May 15th, 2002. That's when I was taking the this particular community mediation course. All right. First class was something I needed, a reality check. I've known for most of my life that one of the most comfortable places for me to exist is right here in a world of words. I've never bothered to analyze that before, but now I can see it's simply because I have complete control here. I choose what topics I want to explore, I manipulate the spin I put on everything, and hey, guess what? I always end up liking myself here. The problem is, it's also an escape. As long as I'm here, I don't have to be dealing with anything else, especially the bloody annoying everyday world of work. A familiar voice rises to my defense. What's wrong with that? You love writing. You're creative. Some of your classmates are going to struggle with this weekly journal, but this is right up your alley. You should be rejoicing, Ken. Hmm. One more hurdle has been jumped, and that is I handed in the previous few pages, and so now all this becomes more real. Eudora is actually reading this. It's no longer a safe hiding place. Um, I say that because I had to hand these into the teacher, right, every week. Next paragraph. An apology. This is supposed to be a reflective journal, reviewing the cl- the readings, class observations, etc. 
Well, in fact, it is. It's just that I take a very circuitous route to get to wherever it is I'm going. I'm not apologizing for the digressions and tangents I go off on, as I believe this is all part of the transformative journey. I'm just sorry for the verbosity, when you no doubt have so much other reading to do. In brackets. Skim if you like. This is really for my benefit anyway. Another apology. A real one this time. As soon as I walked into class, alarms started sounding. It was as if all my high hopes expressed on the previous pages hit a brick wall. And that brick wall was you. This is to the teacher. Not you, but the person I projected onto you, stemming from some hang-ups I've discovered I sometimes have about middle-aged women. In brackets. Don't skim now. This is serious. There's a trigger in me that gets set off in the presence of women I perceive to be nice. Nice in the sense of not real, but proper and polite. In brackets. Don't worry. It only took me a few minutes to realize you're not so nice. It was only a momentary panic attack. I don't know where this comes from. My own mother, maybe, who was very nice and seldom got to express the person she really was, especially in the presence of my father, who censored her every hint of spontaneity. Anyway, when I'm faced with this kind of person, who in reality might not even exist... I have an almost overpowering urge to be rude and obnoxious, as if such behavior might shatter the pretense and provoke a real and honest response. The problem's mine, of course. I keep it in check because I seldom ever meet such nice ladies. I reveal all of this because when I first saw you, I thought, I can't show her this journal. She won't understand. She'll hate me. I wasn't seeing you as a person. I was seeing you... I was seeing a completely unreal stereotype, just the way someone might look at a black or Chinese person and see all the prejudices they carry within them. I've been aware of this bias for a long time. I just haven't dealt with it quite so honestly before. And that, for me, is exactly the kind of thing I want to get out of this course. What's the point of taking a program like this if we don't truly learn from it, if we don't open ourselves up to change, or at least a critical self-evaluation? I don't know if I need to go any further with this. My nice women bias is relatively harmless. It's more like an imaginary Saturday Night Live skit meant to provoke a complacent audience, like farting in public. It's just an example of the kind of attitude many of us hold unknowingly, perhaps not unlike ones certain women may have about middle-aged men. Hmm, maybe next time I should explore my latent aggression. Now, I don't know. <laughs> it was interesting to me when I first read it. Reading it the second time wasn't really that interesting. But it was, I mean, this is a woman walked into the class, my teacher, and this is what I gave her after that first class. Like, hey, I don't like nice women, um, but I could tell you're maybe not all that nice. Now, I tracked down, I looked at the envelope and it had her name on it. And uh, so I thought, oh, I'll just Google this and... Uh, see what I can find out about Eudora um, Pendergrast. And it was an amazing um, discovery because she died uh, October 17th, 2014, about six years ago. So 12 years after I had taken that course and handed her that paper, uh, and six years ago from now, the obituary of Eudora, Eudora Pendergast. And she was an amazing woman. She was a, uh, a mediator. She was a scholar. She was a creative writer. Uh, she was involved in community mediations and also uh, dispute resolutions over land usage. She was an urban planner. Uh, and towards the end of her life, she was uh, president of a pottery studio and, and was known to be a very good 
Potter, I guess is the term. Um, married for 47 years, an affectionate and adventurous grandmother. She'll be profoundly missed. We are richer for having known her, poorer for having lost her. So it's just kind of weird that, you know, me going through a cupboard looking for binders to put my old letters in would find, oh, there's my old uh, mediation course papers from 2002 when I was launching myself on a new career, or so I thought, maybe. Um, And then just deciding just moments ago, so who was that person anyway? Uh, I did, I, and so I'm, I'm sort of dealing with, well, what, what does all this add up to? And I guess I'm, I'm richer for having taken those mediation courses, and I did put it to use. I mean, I did do, you know, quite a few mediations. I, I kept a, a database of them. I don't know where it is now, but I did keep a record of the ones I've done. And uh, this is the feeling of, gee, I'd love to get, I, I'm talking about, I read some of the other papers in my exam, and I was a keen student. Any time I've gone back to college, I have been a super keen student. And, you know, I mean, I got A-plus in this course. I, I really, wow, I was going to take this. I was doing all the readings. I ha- I still have all the books upstairs, and I just wonder, is there any way now? It seems good when you're in your 70s, you're supposed to be a little older, a little wiser. Um hopefully a better listener is there any way I could still make use of any of these mediation skills I've had uh, without having to redo it but maybe oh you know you know it'd be fun just take a refresher course I don't know I don't know I I should when maybe COVID is over because I think now would be a difficult time for mediations maybe should look into something like this but anyway that's just one other piece of the Dixon James podcast. Those remarks in the beginning, though, the opening ones about wanting to have control of the space and setting the agenda myself uh, in this world of words, right? I manipulate the spin. I put everything. And guess what? I always end up liking myself here, you know, in these words. <coughs> and that is what happens on the Dixon James podcast, too. Now, this would have been, let's see, 2002. So this would have been two years three years before um, I started podcasting. But the me who is there, that, that core here, is is the same person. So that, that also raises this whole issue of how much do we change? I know our circumstances change. Do we change as people? Um, I guess I referred in the earlier letters to Bruce, I'm talking about maybe in the 70s, going to strip bars. Um, I wouldn't do that now. I I just have too much empathy, compassion, pity for the women who are there. I always think the worst. I always think they're under the control of a, a biker gang. You know, this is human trafficking, and they don't really have a say in this. I'm not thinking like some people like to think, oh, no, it's a student. They're making good money, and they're fine. They just come and go as they please. Um, maybe that is the case for some, but I think more often than not, it's uh, these women in these bars uh, are in very unfortunate circumstances. So, uh, Plus, it's there's nothing erotic at all about seeing a woman on the stage taking off her clothes. So, though well, some things change, um, but what about the essence of ourselves? What, 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 how much is wired? I always talk about being hardwired. You know these things. The uh, certain drives are the same as, as parts of our character. Are the same, whether we're shy or introverted or extroverted. Are we? when we age, we know we do change. We do feel things more. We are more inclined to cry a little bit or feel a little more compassion. That's for sure. But uh, are there are there real changes? And then, of course, that begs the question, well, what are you talking about? There is no you anyway. There's no such thing as a, a self. This is just a construct for convenience. There is no oneself. And the existentialists, of course... You define yourself through your actions or whatever it is you do. 
And that's very often depends on circumstances. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm just playing with words. All right, enough. Um, there you go. That's it. We'll come back with something later to finish off this damn podcast. Scarborough Dude on a rainy day, sitting in the road track and uh, staring at the binders of letters, thinking, okay, let's go through a couple more and take them out of the the folders where they're filed and put them into the possible folder. Those are the ones that I may include in the book. Bye for now. You say you will love me If I have to go You'll be thinking of me Somehow I will know Someday when I'm lonely Wishing you weren't so far away Then I will remember Things we said today You say you'll be mine, girl Till the end of time These days such a kind girl Seems so hard to find Someday when we're dreaming Deep in love, not a lot to say Then we will remember Things we said today Me, I'm just the lucky kind Love to hear you say that love is love And though we may be blind Love is here to stay And that's enough to make you mine Girl, be the only one Love me all the time Girl, we'll go on and on Someday when we're dreaming Deep in love, not a lot to say Then we will remember Things we said today Me, I'm just the lucky kind Love to hear you say that love is love And though we may be blind Love is here to stay And that's enough To make you mine, girl Be the only one Love me all the time, girl We'll go on and on Someday when we're dreaming Deep in love, not a lot to say Then we will remember Things we said today That wasn't too loud for you. Yeah, it is uh, getting close to five. The sun has just burst through, and uh, I'm sitting in the front seat of the road track, as usual, my office, um, window down, and just so happy to feel that sun on my face. Oh, God. Because I know what's coming ahead, you know. Winter gets a little darker, a lot colder. But this is nice. I'm kind of hoping I can squeeze in one more camping trip. Uh, There's a few that are still open this month, but it's uh, very iffy. You know, if it's cold and cloudy and raining, it's not as much fun no matter what. You're just as good staying in your driveway and uh, nipping into the house when you want something. But anyway, we'll see. That's uh, down the road. If you're listening to this podcast, you'll hear what happens in the future. That's the thing about the Dixon Janes. You know, you always get caught up. Well, if you listen, you do. Some of you may be uh, quite far behind, but that doesn't matter either. And it doesn't matter if you skip a few. I really don't care at all. I think I used to. I think I used to want people to listen all the time, everything. Even regular speed, but uh, that's not much of an issue now. I've got I've got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, um, I've spent the day uh, upstairs scanning documents and using sort of a free copy that I still can access. Um, 
of some of the old letters, some letters that I've actually typed out, including one to uh, Bruce from 1978. And uh, by God, it just, you know, okay, I know, I know, I know I go on about this, but I don't know if you can imagine how when you read those words and you're you're back there, you're you're seeing it, you know, oh yeah. Amity packaging. I was manager of a sheltered workshop where we were supposed to do shrink wrapping. Like that's a piece of my life I bet you most of you never even heard about. I even named the company Amity Packaging. Amity, friendship between nations. Oh, that sounds good. Plus it's you know, if you're looking for shrink packaging in one of these guides, you know, it'll be one of the names near the top. Um, it, I spent years working with mentally challenged individuals and absolutely loved it. But, uh, I was always moving on. I was always planning the next thing. Okay. I'm doing this for now. I'm saving some money and then I'm going somewhere. That was the deal. You always had to be going somewhere, doing something else. So, uh, anyway, that was a delightful time scanning, but it just, it takes up a lot of time. I and mean, it could take me a whole day just to sort of work my way through one letter and then they make it from the possible binder into the um, the binder that has the stories I'm actually going to put and I've even got a, a separator in there for the ones that I've actually formatted and put up uh, right now using pages um, and the ones that I'll put up a little later on I know I'm trying to do everything in 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 the order I want people to read them, which is like a random order. So if I've just done one from 1973, I don't want to put one from 75, although that could work too. It's a two-year jump. Wow, it's quite different. But normally I'd jump at least five years and and forward and backwards and forward and backwards. And um, it's quite amazing. When I, when I think back, I'll be, it'll be a record of girlfriends, jobs, and cars I've had. Uh <laughs> Uh, amongst other things, and bars I visited, of course. Um, but it is great, great fun. So, yeah, I, I did have a little bit of trouble because I started, I'm working on my MacBook Air. And I thought, well, I've got to have this, I've got my big iMac upstairs, a desktop one, and that's easier to work with. So I'm using that for the zine. And then I had a, you know, a little USB thing. Well, I better have a backup on this thing. And sure enough, by today, I, everything was completely out of sync, you know. Um, and so I downloaded sort of an app for you know, synchronizing files, which I used to love doing. It was so exciting. Wow, they can do that. Uh, but of course, you know, well, they can only do it if you pay. You've got to purchase the license key. And I don't really need to do that. So I did it manually. I just opened up two folders and copied both ways. I could have had a computer do that uh, had I paid for it. But, God, I'm trying not to uh, buy things I don't really need. So, anyway, that's uh, that's kept me very, very busy. And on one part of it, I feel, okay, it's productive, and letters are trickling in from people who are promising to write for the zine. By the way, if you've thought about it, uh, the deadline's November 1st, so try and send in something. If you're listening to this and would like to contribute to the zine, something about how you're coping or not coping with COVID or even anything else, uh, go ahead and write. Quite a few of you already are. And... Uh, I want to get that out before the results of the U.S. election because that's another whole thing altogether that uh, everybody's hanging on waiting for. Okay, so that's it. I guess I've used up my time. How much are we? I'm looking at the... Yeah, I really only had about seven minutes. I, I feel there's something else I want to say, but I'm just... I'm like a kid with excitement. I, from the beginning, when I first discovered... Computers, the, the the Apple IIe, even before the Macintosh. Wow, these things are so neat. What can you can do with this stuff? Because I'm always a word person anyway. And uh, so now, with a house full of Macs, and I've got to get my wife a new, um, what do you call it, iPad. New ones have just come out. Uh, and, of course, that's something the company can afford. I can't, but the company can. And uh, I don't know what else to say. Just 
I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to have lived. Me, 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 me. Yeah, we'll end it right there. Bye for now. See you next week, eh?